What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. Man, after I finish making this podcast, I'm about to go outside. It looks amazing outside. It felt great earlier outside. So we going back outside. And if you follow me on Instagram, you will probably see a picture with the caption, they told me to go outside today. And then something, because I don't know why I started that series, but I just keep doing it every single, almost every single day, where if I go outside, I'm going to take a picture of something that ignites my spirits and post it on Instagram. So follow your boy on Instagram at Kelechi Iwaba or at Rambling Mind Show on the Instagram. But anyway, today is going to be a little bit of a different podcast. We're going to do something a little bit different from the norm. Today, I'm going to talk about how to teach teenagers about money. How to teach teenagers about money. The main reason for this is recently I was home with my mom and my sister. You know, I went home just to love on them a little bit. Let's let's stop the lies. I really went home to get that free food. And you know, they did all the loving on me. They just like took care of me and all that good stuff. So you know, it's always it's always a blessing to be home. Ah, I love my parents. I love my mom. Love my sister. Love my siblings. They're all amazing people. But anyway, while I was home, one of my aunts called my mom and was just complaining about her daughter. Her daughter recently had been working and then went and bought an iPhone with some of her money that she had saved from her paycheck from working. And so she just called my mom and was just like, why did she spend so much money on this iPhone? I was like, well, have you seen the phones that every teenager uses? Like, what else are they going to try and use? They're definitely going to buy the iPhone that they see their friends using all the time. But she was like, why is she going to spend so so much money on a phone? She could have saved that money. And plus, she was about to, uh, she was graduating from high school. She was like, she could have saved that money and then used it while she's in college, that, that, this, that, and the third. And I was just like, I was kind of laughing because I was like, first of all, I mean, what other phone is she going to (laughs) buy? Like, if we're being straight up, every teenager and every kid wants an iPhone. They don't want any other phone. They want an iPhone. I think it's like 90-something percent. I I I would dare say it's like 99% of teenagers want an iPhone. So, and then she's working and she was able to save up and buy it. First of all, I just wanted to applaud that she actually, like, saved up towards the goal of buying the iPhone, which is great. But at the same time, when she was called my mom and was just seeking my mom's advice and she was like, well, you've raised four children who seem to be good with money. So how did you do it? What's some of your tips? What's some of your advice that you can give me so I can teach my daughter about money and all this other stuff? And my mom was like, I don't know. (laughs) My mom was like, I don't know what I did. Like, I don't even know if I ever taught my children about money. And that's true. Like the two things that my mom definitely taught me and my siblings about money was one save for things that you want and then two give like my mom is big on giving because she and she exemplifies it and that's going to be one of the points that we get to this is going to be a short podcast but anyway she exemplifies the idea of giving like my mom oh she's just amazing like she gave so much and she still gives so much she's just she if there's one thing that she has taught me is giving the importance of giving and how that can be a blessing to you as well as to the person that you're giving to as well and it's just amazing man my my mom just shout out to mom like i love her so much she's taught me so much stuff but anyway that's one of the biggest things that she taught us was like if you want something you can save up to get that thing because she was not about to buy any book any uh video games for me 
but she was definitely gonna buy me a book but she won't buy me a video game so i learned very quickly like if there was something that i wanted i had to work and save up for it and then i could buy it especially when she was like no i'm not buying that for you and then she also like i said giving giving was another important thing that's why at the end of the podcast i always talk about generosity is greater than greed just because i've seen the blessings from giving i've seen the blessings from when you are a blessing to other people but anyway so she was like i don't don't know what i did i don't really think that i thought taught them anything about money that much but the thing that she did do was she exemplified it right and that's number one tip exemplify the things that you want to see in your children right live the lifestyle that you want your children to live now that she's living the house and she's going to college it's slightly late for that but however you still have a little bit of time and for all my other parents and all my other people with younger kids exemplify this exemplify what it is to have money like share some money making decisions with them just like when you're about to do something interesting with money you're not even anything big it can just be like when you tell them no for a toy you can explain to them why you're saying no for that toy or when you say tell them no for something just explain to them why you're saying no like Sometimes kids just need to understand why you're making the decisions that you're making. Like, just exemplify that. Even in your lifestyle, as they get older, kids are not going to listen to you as much as they're going to just watch what you do and watch your actions. Like, you you can talk all you want. You can just say, do this and do that. But if they're not seeing you live the things that you're calling them to do, then they're just going to be like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Like, why should I do what you're not doing? What you're not living up to? So, share with them your lifestyle like actually live the things that you're telling them to do so exemplify it if there's one thing that my mom did for us was she exemplified that lifestyle which is why giving for all of us is so massive which is why if you talk to any one of my siblings like giving is not necessarily like the hardest thing to do for any one of us like we do it genuinely like we do it openly like giving is very much like a eh, do it like if we want to i'm not saying that i give all the time let me be honest i'm not a saint I give when I choose to and then not so much when I don't choose to. So I'm not on that level yet. I'm not on that level. Like my mom says, it's like, you can give, but always give with wisdom. Don't just give blindly. So, but anyway, that's beside the point. But the point is exemplify those things. So if you want them to give, if you want them to give in church, exemplify tithing. If you want them to uh, give to strangers, exemplify giving money to strangers. Like if you want them to donate to the to the poor, like exemplify that. Exemplify giving stuff away in your house. Exemplify giving everything out. I mean, one of the things that I remember vividly is if you left something and you did not use it, my mom was going to give it away. My mom was going to give it. If, if there was something in the house that she felt like her children weren't using, her husband wasn't using, she wasn't using, she was giving it away. And that's how she was. So she exemplified that. That's why I keep going back to be an example. Because your children are always watching. Whether you feel like they're not listening, whether you feel like they're not listening to any of the instructions you're giving them, they're watching you. They're watching your actions. So exemplify that lifestyle. And then the other thing is share your stories with them. Share your money stories with them. Share when you were good with money. Share where you were bad with money. Share the the consequences of when you've been bad with money. Share the consequences of when you've been good with money. Share the stories. Because as human beings, we listen more to stories. We attach more to stories. Why do you think that every commercial is a story? Because they're trying to share something and get you emotionally attached to whatever it is that they're trying to sell to you. So share stories with them. Share stories of good decisions you've made, bad decisions you've made. 
share those money stories. And then when you're making decisions, let them be a part of the decision. When you're making monetary decisions, let them be a part of the decision. And when they say, oh, I think you should go this way. And you say, uh, that's not the best idea. And they ask you why answer the why a lot of times kids are going to ask you why this, why that a lot of time we're just like, ah, I don't want to explain all of this stuff to you. Explain it because in that moment, in that brief period, they are giving you their undivided attention. So would you rather them learn from you? Or learn from somebody else because they're going to get that answer, especially in this day and age. They're going to get that answer <laughs> one way or another. It can be a horrible answer or a good answer, but answer the questions that they have. Give yourself days like one of the things that I'm, I'm going to make a podcast on is have a day where you have a financial health day where you're literally sitting down with your, your loved ones and you're just like, this is where we are financially. It doesn't mean that you you and your wife will have a separate day where you guys actually dig into everything but you just like share generalities with it the reason why i say this is because i've heard from people who come from very well-off families that money was never a taboo topic to talk about like they just talked about it openly but for a lot of us we just hide money like we're just like oh we can't talk about that and because we never talk about it nobody ever experiences it and so your kids don't know how much you make. Your kids don't know how things are going. Your kids, all they know is like mom said no for this and said yes for that. But share with them some of these things. Be open and honest with them. Share with them about why you're making the decision to go with one tax official versus another. Like all of these things, just share. Like just like when you have those things pop up and if they ask you a question about it, share. Like if you're doing your taxes and they come into the house, you'd be like, what and if they ask you what is that you'd be like oh i'm doing my taxes and they're like what is taxes and you explain that to them explain all of these things to them so that they understand so they don't get hit in the face once they go out into the world so they don't have to start off on the back burner so they can start off on the front foot share your knowledge with them don't try to hide things away from them be open and be honest with your children it doesn't mean that you put everything on your children, but you share some things with your children. And then the next one is listen to them, man. Listen to them. Find out what makes them thick. Find out, are they a saver or are they a spender? Figure out what it is that they like and cherish the most. What is the most important things that they're always talking about they want to spend money on? And then use that as examples of how to like push them forward. Figure out what is the things that make them tick. Figure out what is the thing that makes them be able to achieve what they want to achieve, to be able to chase what they're trying to chase. Listen to them. Listen to them. Like, ask them questions. Ask them questions about, oh, if you had this much money, what would you do with it? Why would you do that with it? And then listen to their takes. And then talk about, oh, I would probably do this, this, and this, because when this happens, this can happen. And then the next one is incentivize them incentivize them i don't know a lot of us just feel like oh they should just do the good things like what even us as human beings don't do the things that we ought to do if we're not properly incentivized why do we want that higher level job because we're gonna get paid more money but for some reason we never do that for our kids to be like yo if you clean your room we're just like you should just clean your room it's like nah like yes they should clean your room but at the same time incentivize them one of the greatest things my mom did for me was when I was a freshman in high school, I made a deal with my mom that if she bought me an X, I would, if I made all A's, she had to buy me an Xbox 360. If I made all A's, 
And she, she, at first I was like, nah, she ain't going to do that. But she did. She agreed to it. And I was like, boom. And because of that deal that I made with my mom, that literally set me on a trajectory to progress so well in high school. Like I was floundering in high school. I didn't really pay attention. I didn't really care that much. But when that Xbox was on the table, when that Xbox was on the table, I was like, all bets are off. I am jumping into this and I'm killing all my schoolwork because all of a sudden I was incentivized positively. A lot of us just expect our kids to do well in school and expect them to clean their room and expect them to do all the chores. And I mean, yes, that's a good expectation, but also incentivize them. Like incentivize them so that when they think of that chore or when they think of doing some hard thing in school or having to study, they connect the two and they're like, yo, if I make all A's, then I get this amount of money. But if I don't make all A's, then dang, I'm not going to have any money to buy this, to buy that, to want this, to want that. Incentivize them. Incentivize them. Make it something that they look forward to rather than something that they dread. Make it something that is exciting for them rather than something that is like, oh, again, we have to do this. I have to do this. I'm not saying this is going to work all over the place, but I'm still saying that this helps. This is just some things to teach children about money. Create an incentive. And then the other part of creating an incentive is if you want them to save money and invest money, create an investment incentive where you match them dollar for dollar for certain things. So if your kids are around that age where they're starting to work and they're making money, whether it's babysitting, whether it's mowing lawns, whatever it is, tell them that if they save a certain amount of money, you will put another amount of money and match them for it. So let's say they make $100. You say if they save $20 of that $100, you will match the $20. That is a very powerful incentive. I know like even for some of us, 401ks, like that's a very powerful incentive. So just, and that's another way to incentivize them to start thinking about saving and investing. And then you can start teaching them about things like compounding, about how if they start saving today, tomorrow they will have such a much better future. Future. And then you can tell them like, yo, if you just put like this little money away, look at how much money you can possibly make from investing that money. And then you can talk talk to them about the idea of delayed gratification. Like talk to them about like, yo, if you started saving money, let's say you want a brand new pair of shoes. If you just decided I'm not going to spend my money on fast food, I'm not going to spend my money on this, I'm not going to spend my money on that, but just I want that thing so badly, I'm going to save towards it. Teach them in those models. And then, like, just incentivize them. Like, we know incentives work. We know that these things work. But for some reason, we just choose not to do it. Do it. We just like, yo, you should just listen to me because I'm your parent. It's like, even for us, we don't even do the right thing. The only reason most of us don't break the law is because we're incentivized not to break the law. Because we know we're going to go to jail. But the thing is, the only incentive that we've ever given to children is negative incentive. Like for a lot of us, we do the hard things of going to school, taking all these classes, going get a master's program because we're incentivized by our workplaces. Like if you do this, there's a possibility you can get a promotion, this, that, and the third. So we're incentivized positively. But how come we don't do that for our kids? Like if you fail, there's punishment. If you succeed, there's a blessing. Like we should incentivize our children. Like in some way, shape, or form, figure out what it is that they love and then incentivize them with that thing. So that they attach succeeding with that good thing. And a lot of us just succeed because that's it. Like we just do well because eh, there was nothing else. But like attach, allow 
difficulties to not be just a difficulty, but attach the difficulty to positive feelings. That's why people can go through a hardship because they attach hardship with positive feelings. One of the things like doing all of this stuff, like working out, one of the reasons why people push through working out is because they know the positive feelings that they get, the endorphins that fill their minds. And then just looking at the mirror and being like, you know what, I look good. I look pretty good. And then finally, start creating ways for them to think of money, not just as money, but as time. Like whenever they get paid, like let's say they go work and it's like they get paid like $10 an hour somewhere. And then you'd be like, how much money did you make? They were like $30 today. So that's $30 of your time. So when they want to go spend their money on something and you just ask them like, is that worth your time that you spent working so hard for that thing? Get them to start thinking of money, not just as money, but as time. So that when they think about their money, it can be used in one of two ways, either to make their time worth more or to make their time enjoyable. Rather than just spending it on things that are just eh, like wasting our money, wasting the hard sweat that you have spent. Get them to start thinking of the money that you're spending, not just as money, but as time so that they can think about the sweat equity that they have put towards acquiring that thing. But anyway, I don't have any kids, so probably should not be taking any advice from me anyway. But I hope this helps one, maybe two people when you're trying to think about how do I share some knowledge with a teenager or with some kids or with anybody about how to start thinking about money, how to start thinking about investing, how to start just thinking about positively and moving in a positive direction with their money. But I'm going to catch you all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace.